0: You're listening to the Smart Women in Business podcast, episode number 51. Hello, you're listening to the Smart Women in Business podcast. My name is Jane Mackay and on this show, we talk to smart women in business all over the world about starting, building and creating the life and business of your dreams while having incredibly honest, in-depth and rich conversations with amazing women in business who will inspire you to become smart women in business. Hello and welcome to the Smart Women in Business vlog and podcast. I'm your host, Jay Mackay from Jay McKay Communications, marketing consultant and coach who works with people across the world to build the business of their dreams. Today, it is my absolute pleasure to be talking to a woman I'm lucky enough to call a friend, Karen Vaughan. Karen is an international speaker, author, facilitator and podcast host podcast host karen's award-winning book magnificent kids was the catalyst to her founding the global organization one planet classrooms which facilitates projects such as clean water solutions and student sponsorship programs to schools and communities in africa in 2018 karen launched girls with hammers which hosts conferences and workshops aimed at empowering and connecting women and in 2019 karen released her second book get off the bench to help people bring their ideas to life. The Get Off The Bench podcast came to life in 2020 after a number of false starts and a stint of despair, which I can't even imagine. Karen talks about courage, stepping up, embracing failure, creating a better world and standing in your truth. Her work with clients is designed to help people kickstart their idea and to consider what lies on the other side of possibility. Karen delivers in a brutally honest, kick-ass way that only Karen can. So strap yourselves in for a fast-paced adventure because when Karen and I get together, <laughs> it's never quiet.
1: <laughs> oh, how are you, Jane?
0: Oh, I'm good, thanks, Karen. How are you?
1: Fantastic.
0: Oh, Fantastic. I'm so, I'm so happy to have you here because you are one of the most incredible women I've ever met. But please tell me about your your journey. I usually say business journey, but your journey is so much bigger than that. I love it how you just you'll be having a conversation with Karen I'll just preface this you'll be having a conversation with Karen and she'll just drop things like oh, I was on a zoom with the Dalai Lama the other day and you go what <laughs> you're so humble so please tell me about <laughs> your your evolution Karen
1: yeah I think it's funny isn't it that we take things for granted and it's um, you know I do I do often think I don't think I've got a boring life, and then I then I sit back and I think, oh, actually maybe I haven't. Maybe there's some great stuff. But basically, it started out. You know, I won't give you the whole boring life story. But basically, I was a normal kid, and I just wanted to play guitar. I just wanted to be a rock star. You know, and uh, because my neighbour Edna yodelled, and oh, I had this dream of being a yodeler. You don't want to hear me yodel. It is not pretty. I think I've heard you yodel. <laughs> so I ended up uh, playing guitar at seven and just I was going to be a rock star and that was that was all there was to it and at 21 I remember getting my job as a postie and um, you know the the postmaster then said what do you want to be like what's your career Uh, whatever your aspirations and I said I'm going to be a rock star. <laughs> he said, were well, you working at Australia Post? or oh, it was a PMG back then, you know. I said, yes, but I'm still going to be a rock star. So I absolutely had my mind on it. And this, this I think, came from when I was a kid, I was an inventor. And everybody poo-pooed everything I did. You know, it was kind of like, oh, my God, she's at it again now. What's she inventing? And when I became, uh, you know, like in my teenage years and, and subsequently early uh, adulthood, started playing music, I started getting... Um, you know, this is how sad life is. I started getting appreciation. I started getting people going. Oh, she's so cool! And so I was getting all this approval, you know, whereas I hadn't had it before for my inventions. And so I kind of went down that path. Anyway, the the then all about Karen, and then my sister got cancer when I was in my thirties, and then it became a real turning point. You know, it's kind of like wow. Um, suddenly life's not about me I've got to look beyond me I've got to do bigger things and I spent five years trying to save the life and I'm the oldest in the family it was my job you know that's how we sort of look at things and anyway I, I saw it that I failed she died and I, I saw well I, I didn't achieve I didn't do what I was supposed to do and protect her so sort of sent me on a whole um, journey of I don't know self-discovery or just what's the meaning of life do you know what do I do with this and uh, the local people in the town, you know, said, why don't you come and join Relay for Life, which was a Cancer Council thing. And I thought, well, that's good. I can leave a legacy. And so I overachieved, you know, and took on too many roles as I do. And But what I really learned from that was, wow, you know, rather than being a rock star and being, oh, everyone thinks I'm bloody awesome. I was which getting- we do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. I was getting a different type of approval, you know, and it was a a very altruistic and I wasn't doing it for approval. I noticed that people were saying, you know, you've done a great job. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's just what you do, you, you know. And it was a very different feeling. And so I think for the next 11 years, you know, I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I just got to do good. You know, I have to do good. And I've always been a good person, but, you know, I just wanted to do that more. I ended up working in a nursery because I thought, well, I can grieve behind the plants. What a stupid thing. No one will notice me. I can me. the leaves. Yeah. <laughs> behind the palm tree and nobody will see me. And I, I did that. The boss was an absolute horror. You know, she's screaming at everybody. One day I buddy thought, I've had enough of you. And I, I locked her in the shed. And somebody let her out. Somebody let her out. I saw her in Coles a few days later. But, you know, I just sort of had a few jobs like that. And eventually I, when I was younger, I, I went to Luna Park. You know, Dad was in the Lions Club and he took some people with disabilities to, to Luna Park on the bus. And I was playing footy. This is when I was about 10 with a kid with Down syndrome. And I thought, I love this kid. You know, I just love these people. Like, what is it about them that's so cool? And I left it alone. But at this time in my life later, you know, I decided, you know what? I'm going to quit everything. I'm going to go and learn about disability and I'm going to work in the disability field. Anyway, long story short, I became a teacher in disability. So I, I taught people to work in the field, teaching Cert four and Diploma in disability. And I ended up becoming a behavior and uh, autism specialist, talking in schools, training. People were saying, fix these kids. I'm Like, nothing wrong with the kids.
0: There's nothing the to system. fix,
1: mate. <laughs> the system's completely screwed. Yeah. Anyway, so it ends up being that um I wrote my first book, Magnificent Kids, and it's not about autism or behavior, it's just about kids doing fantastic things because I started to realize that if we don't if we don't focus on kids, you know, adults, it's too late. Like, I mean, I don't want to say that categorically, but you know, we got to start working on kids and that sort of stuff. Now, do you want me to take a breath so you can ask a question there? No, no, no. It's,
0: it's just about, like, because your business, like, you obviously started as a postie. And now your business is workshops and facilitation. So how did you decide That's to that do one. that, like, on a bigger scale?
1: Yeah, So when I was teaching um, disability, I really, I always thought I was going to be a teacher. And so when I left high school, I was going to be a teacher, but I got a job in Safeway or Woolies back then, you know, for $75 a week. And I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire on this rate. So I didn't go back to school to do year 12. I thought I'm going to to keep this money coming in, you know. Anyway, I spent it all on guitars and God knows what. So I I never became a millionaire through that. But did you become a rock star? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, Rockstar, Yeah, you. Actually, you know, it's it's. I was kicked out of the um, school choir because I couldn't sing. I was kicked out of the high school musical because I couldn't sing. Well, that's what they said. But I made thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars from singing. And um, and and one of my songs in particular is, is used worldwide on so many animal rights for so many animal rights organisations. And, you know, it's like and I've played with some international acts and, don't you know, it's just yeah, I, I did it. I did okay, yeah, yeah. But I think, and then with the teaching, with the disability teaching, you know, I started to realise how much influence I could have and positive influence, you know, not, not just, hey, look at me, I can tell you what to do and you'll do it. It was like I was noticing that people were changing their lives because I was investing this genuine passion into, into what I was doing and um, realised how easy it was. Te- teaching was really easy for me. It was a natural, natural knack. So anyway, so then there's the book and then Magnificent Kids and that led to, um, long story, I'm not going to tell it, but anyway, it ended up with a guy in Africa and I started uh, One Planet Classrooms as a Skype project. I thought, how fantastic, you know, the kids in Africa can Skype with the kids in Australia and what a disaster. It was an absolute failure. And I love this story because people think that, you know, I've got to get it right. I've got to be perfect. I've got to get all my ducks in a row. And, um, you know, if I fail, I'm terrible, you know. But it what turned out, how it turned out is that, oh, my God, you know, trying to get laptops into Africa was an absolute nightmare. But the kids in Africa were in school when the kids in australia were asleep so that's never going to work but i sent i sent laptops to a country where 95 percent of them didn't even have power so like you know I, that's one of my problems is i jump in with everything and strap yourself in you know because if you're coming with me you're just going to jump but what i realized is that all these girls were um well kids were dying from drinking dirty water and girls were being sexually assaulted Fetching water so i thought i had a choice I, I either say i failed or um i started putting in water tanks and uh connecting clean water and you know putting in water well so that the girls didn't have to um so that so i'm still doing that and there's a um, sponsorship program as well plus there's a lot of women's empowerment projects and um yeah that that type of thing so great and then um uh, in 2018, I started Girls with Hammers, and that was yeah. Yeah. that was just by de- everything's been by default. Everything's just been by me jumping and saying something stupid, but it's turned out <laughs> fantastic. I was at an International Women's Day event, and um, you know, the cards on the table, and it it, it was um, I will stand up for women. I will speak out, and I just thought, ah, oh, they're a bit wincy, do you, you know, because I I was thinking, who doesn't do that? And like, you know, that's just we have we should be doing that. Then I found one um, card and it said, I will launch a purposeful female-focused initiative. I thought, wow, there's a challenge. I've got up on stage in front of 300 women waving the banner, you know, and they're all cheering. And I thought, oh, hell, I've got
0: to do it I'm going now. in.
1: <laughs> so um, anyway, I side Girls at Hammers with my partner and it's just conferences for um, For women, you know, to to empower them to connect them. And we we do them each year in Gippsland, but that will expand globally. And anyway, so all of that sort of got me talking around the world, you know, to conferences and all sorts of stuff and showing people, you know, what what you could do and particularly what you can do with no money. And so (laughs) uh, no, that's true. Like I don't have I don't have degrees in any of this, you know, like any community. Like the, the community stuff I do in Africa, I don't have a degree in that. I don't have, I don't have any of that, you know, and, I, and I'm not, i I'm
0: not bloody rich. So it's but you've got bucket loads of energy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God That's God. what Karen's got. <laughs> if you've ever been in a room with Karen, it's like it vibrates.
1: <laughs> 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 Thank God. But it's, um, you know, anyway, a guy says to me, can you, uh, you know, uh, do a workshop on how to start up a project? So I said, oh, well, I suppose, you know, I can do that. And as I was doing the workshop, it started it occurred to me that there were so many things I couldn't fit in two hours, or in an hour actually it was. And by the way, I'm an over deliverer. i got to give everything, you know, I want everything. And um, so I said, give me an email, and I'll, I'll send you a PDF of a whole lot of other stuff. As I as I started writing all this other stuff, I thought, oh. Gee, they need to know about that. Oh, they need to know about that. Oh, what about that? That would be helpful. Before I knew it, four weeks I had a book, and you know when it, I look back at it now, and I think, oh God, there's a few things I probably would have written different. But I, but you know, if we sit and procrastinate and try to be perfect, we'll never get the damn thing done. So mm. the gist of it is is perfect. So. So I did that. And then I started doing um, uh, workshops, but I was doing work sh- tons. I've been doing tons of team building and all that stuff for years, you, you know, but um, yeah, so my get off the bench workshops, are helping people kickstart projects. And I do that all around the world. And, you know, I, a couple of my favorite ones I do, I work with the university in Florida and that's with people with autism, you know, helping them get businesses off the ground. And I also work in 92 countries around the world. I'm helping kickstart climate change projects and i know nothing about climate change other than it's a a real issue and i'm passionate about it and uh so i i help them to you know get their my specialty is helping them to get it kickstarted so i think that answers your question <laughs> there's always too, too much
0: information <laughs> it's always but that's i mean it, it just shows that it's that whole thing of one person with a vision yeah and then working, not just one-on-one, but with groups of people can then just amplify that message just yeah. hugely. But yeah. you've got to go out and do it. Yeah. And yeah. that's get off the bench. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, for for my, if, talking about me getting off the bench, you know, it's, mm. it's, takes courageous action you know you can have an idea but if you want it, it to be global and you want it to impact a lot of people you've got to have that courage to reach out to someone and say hey listen I do this you, is, is this something you'd like to do and you know tell people what you do and I've been a, have been incredibly guilty at not doing that you know because of I'm a bit I am pretty humble and it doesn't sound like it when I'm you know telling all about my life but I don't like I don't really um yeah, I don't try and sell myself, do you, know, you know, and it's... Um... Yeah, I
0: know. You are incredibly humble. It's like the, oh, yeah, I do it in 92 countries. I'm like, oh, yeah, low-key, low-key <laughs> kiss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. It, it, it
0: <laughs> is so incredibly humble because it's like some people would be so rah, rah, rah about that. You know, I'm global, I'm this and that, and instead you're like, I'm just getting the doing done. You're just sitting there quietly in Gippsland. We're both Gippslanders, which is how I know you. Um, just just tapping away at our keyboards, just making connections and getting things done. And you don't have to be rah, rah, rah about things to have a massive impact.
1: No, I do share when I do stuff that I love. When I do workshops, I put on LinkedIn and that, and it's not It's not about, hey, look at, look at me. You know, it is just about, guys, look, here's another group that's that's ready to rock the world. I'm so freaking happy. You know, that, yeah. that that's the energy that I love. It's like I want to share that you can get out and reach groups because I want other people to get out and reach groups or, individuals do you know like every single one of us is incredible we're we're all magnificent we're all got unique skills and strengths and we've all got a message that somebody needs to hear you know and I, i i just want to inspire and motivate people to put their thing out in the world i don't want to compete with them or any shit like that i just want people put your stuff out in the world and those who need you they can't find you if you don't put your stuff out they they can't
0: yeah I talk about that all the time because it's not just even just about your energy it's also about your um your message It's about your energy and and you could be the person that ends up being the catalyst for that person's idea to come to life just by the way you show up
1: yeah 100 A- percent. absolutely believe in that yeah
0: yeah so um tell me karen about your <laughs> amazing life because you've got quite a menagerie and how you manage your life and as you know managing your business managing your life partner kids donkeys
1: yeah <laughs> how do i manage my life um okay i've got a very flexible partner so thank god for that um but i yeah so i've got 11 acres in sale and we've got um four rescue cows four, two rescue donkeys um two res- we did have two rescue dogs we just lost one of our we lost Yay. our beautiful bernese uh, a few weeks ago which is so tragic um and we've got five cats and they're all mostly all strays you know they've just wandered in and we've just taken them in and they're like i like this house and, uh, <laughs> and so and so we've got a mixed family you know my my partner's got two kids so i've got two step step teenagers and one's just got his license oh, and a full-time job and- you know, it's, I know, tell me about it. I, I think I put on, I put on Facebook, don't be a dick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How's Nikki
0: coping with that? <laughs> oh, it's, I'm not looking at So there's so it. much to do and,
1: no, and nah, it's not, it's not, Um. no, it's, I'm not, it's terrifying, but you yeah. know what, it, you have, to, we did it, we found our independence and yeah. all you can do is subtle reminders Um. That's why, put on that, yeah, that's why I put on that post we've got a lot of a le- lot of years we want to love you still you know because yes. you just if it's all about drive carefully do this do that there anyway so um but I think I think I make big uh I get up in the morning and I I dance or I walk or run or I, I go and do at least half an hour of exercise and I reckon that really really makes a difference for the day and um I've just got this thing, you know, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at being distracted, right? <laughs> I really am. So I have to, I've got, I've got a big to-do list and I pick I pick three things off it and I take them off and I write them on a separate bit. And I'm like, i got to get those three things done, you know. And if I'm having one of those days that is um, very unproductive, like very, I, I cannot get my head together, I have this little system that I do is say, right, now what's one more thing? Ah, And then I do that one thing and I say, yes, did it. And then I'm like, now, what's one more thing? So I'm not sort of getting this to-do list. I love that. I love that process. But um, I also, you know, we spend our weekends. We make sure our weekends are on the farm. And I don't know. I I don't know how I fit it, to be honest. There's so much I want to do that I can't do, you know, like have weekends away and that sort of stuff. But because at the moment. At the moment. no I know no so I I, think it's just yeah it's
0: just one thing it's just getting one thing done hey
1: yeah yeah. I think that's the key and that's something I teach in my workshops is just take one step at a time just do that one thing whatever it is every one thing we do is just a bit closer to
0: the
1: end well you do one thing and five more get added to your list
0: (laughs) yeah I've got a list my list is I'm like I have to get, like, because it's so easy to slip into that overwhelm. Like, I want to do all these things, but it's that thing of we overestimate what we can do in a year and in a week or underestimate what we can do in a year sort of thing. And one more thing, just one step at a time. Yeah. And I I get easily distracted and overwhelmed. And so how then, like, what's a great day? What do you do, like, every day, like, in business that's fun? Like, what's a great day in the office for
1: you? Oh, a great day for me is um, not in the office. <laughs> a, a great day for me is out, um, you know, facilitating, yeah. facilitating a group. Yeah, I, I love it. And, and yeah, you know, I guess I think the other thing too, and I'm so lucky is I spent all those years on stage. I've had 43 years on stage, and and I don't sing anymore. By the way, I had my thyroid out. I can't sing anymore. It just doesn't doesn't bloody work. But which is disappointing, and I've just started getting back into music again because I noticed that that was um, that was something that, I, that actually making me feel quite down, and I didn't couldn't work out what it was, but it's the lack of music. But I think um, you know, being on stage, being being up front, you know, is um, it's my it's it's my sandpit, you know, I. Love it. People say to me you're such an extrovert, and I'm actually not. I'm an. Yeah, I'm an you ambiver. and I have
0: similar like that.
1: Yeah, and it's it's it. You know, they say you know, like an extrovert. You are supercharged by people. No, I'm not. I'm supercharged if I'm on stage. You know, but if I'm in a group, oh my god, please get me home so I can get to sleep. You know, it's um if I'm in the middle of a group. So yes, that's my perfect day is on stage anywhere. I don't anywhere.
0: Care really. <laughs> yes. Anyway, but it's funny because you and I like we met through the Startup Lane mentoring group, yeah. and you and I, yeah. there'd be a bunch of us where the mentors sitting up the back, coming up with ideas. Like, and it's that when you're in that very focused sort of environment of where where we spent the weekends, like nutting out other people's businesses, it's like that's totally my happy place. But then once I go home after a weekend, oh Monday and Tuesday, don't talk to me. <laughs> don't come near me i don't want to know like i'm going to my cave and i'm closing the rock to recharge and that's the difference because someone's talking about extrovert introvert the other day and it's extroverts get more energy by being around people introverts get discharge their energy by being around people and yeah Yeah. that's how you and i are similar yeah but yeah
1: and i think when when you got the stage you've got a little bit of a barrier (laughs) <laughs> yeah. that you actually, the energy.
0: <laughs> yeah. When we're up, we're up. Yeah. Um, and I love that because it's people assume that because you show up or you're on video, you've got a podcast or you're on YouTube, whatever, that you are an ex- extrovert and you have this boundless energy. But it actually still takes me. Well, I don't feel sick before I do podcasts anymore. I don't get nervous. But it still <laughs> takes me like to do a video. I've got to psych myself up. Like it's not something I just yeah. go click. With the camera on, yeah, done. I'm like, oh, like ritual, like not rituals, but like me- meditation. And you got you and I have had conversations about spirituality before. So yeah. those those rituals, do you bring any of those rituals into your day?
1: Nah. No, I, I talk basis. to the universe. I have to say, I talk to the universe, and um, and I know some people are going to find that woo woo.
0: I love a bit it, it works. It yeah.
1: works, you know. I can have some conversations. Yeah. I say, universe, this is what I need. And the problem is I keep forgetting to ask because, dead dead set, I'll tell you honestly that everything everything comes that I asked for. But my problem is I get so distracted I forget to ask and then I get so frustrated and overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, far out. And then I'm like, oh. God, ask the universe, you know, and and so I, I use that as one thing, but when you you said something a second ago about switching on, you know, I, nah for me that's I think because I've been on stage for so yeah. many years, um, I the minute I step on, I'm on, do, you know, and when I'm going to do a video because I do a lot of videos as well, you know, I I just like oh, I've got to go to get that video done, and I give my camera to my partner, hold this, and then I just go, do you, you know, so. Yeah. I, I I know I uh, I didn't realize until lately how damn lucky I am because I've heard a lot of people say what you're saying lately. Yeah. If and, you and asked it's... me to
0: get on stage, I would be physically sick and probably wouldn't sleep for six months before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you won't get me off it. You'll be trying to hold me back. <laughs>
0: <dragging Karen off. laughs> Let's do karaoke. <laughs>
1: that'd be I fun. Oh,
0: I normally ask about business tools so talking to the universe is, is a tool.
1: Yeah yeah. Business tools you know like um, yeah I'm a bit of a I don't I'm a bit of a an avoider of business plans and I know that's most business owners would be like, oh Jesus, that's not a good thing but I don't
0: have a business plan.
1: i can't you know i I have a plan so like i have goals you know i want to i want to and i don't write them down i just know what they are in my head um i want to get this done i want to get that done. so for example i'm writing a book another book and you know i'll spend like um maybe just 20 minutes every morning that's it you know and i just type a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and then i just let it go i just leave it alone when i'm when i'm like uh not much else is happening, you know, and then I just let it go. So I, I do that. But I've got a lot of stuff like, you know, of course I've got the normal, you know, your website, your calendar, and all those kind of normal tools. One tool I particularly love is Otter, oh, and it's so do I. Oh my god! It's it's an, an app on your phone or, or or a yeah. I've actually up to the paid one now because
0: yeah, I'm on paid. I have it yeah. on my Zoom. It's amazing.
1: It's a, yeah. I, I haven't connected to Zoom, but I'll tell you what I I I drop podcasts in, or I drop any any audio or video file in, and it gives me a transcript. It's not perfect, you know. You still have to fix it, but how I really love to use it on my phone is I get my best ideas while I'm driving. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, and it's like just hit the button and record. And then you just email it to yourself and you've got this whole transcript. And I've written chapters of books and I've written entire workshops, do you know, just by, 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 by all the way from Sale to Warrigal. <laughs> well,
0: because you and I live so far from everywhere. It's like, get in the car. What am I going to do? I'll yeah. <laughs> just listen, talk for an hour to a a half.
1: Podcast. <laughs> You listen to a podcast, you get an inspiration thing. Oh, geez. Oh, I've just unlocked that bit I've been thinking about for ages. Damn, there's my workshop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's funny these tools that because one of the things I have conversations with clients and they go, Oh, I can't write, like I can't write posts, whatever. And it's like just do voice to text, even. Yeah. Just, just this word vomit comes out, and then you can edit. Yep. <laughs> not, that's all you have to do. Like it doesn't have to be perfect the first time. And I yep. think we get so caught up in that. Yeah. And yes. How so do I? Yeah, and and I said to someone the other day, "You want to see imperfection? Go and look at my first YouTube videos in 2018." <laughs> um So one of the things I always ask about is imposter syndrome. So how do you deal with the bad days in business, in life, when you're feeling? Ugh.
1: Yeah, I talk to my partner. That's one thing, you know. And I say, "This is how I'm feeling." And I don't do it in a defensive victim-y way. It's kind of like I'm feeling like this. Why would I be feeling like this? And then we have a bit of conversation about it. And it's, you know, it's usually over and done with. However, when I'm on my own in my office, which is all day, every day, unless I'm out, you know, it's um I've got a folder and it's just a normal, you know, your normal binder folder. Yeah. And and with plastic sleeves in it and so every time I do something I um you know take a I have a photo and I I do print it out sorry about that you know but it's um and and I put in a sleeve and and I I flick through it you know I'm like no I'm not an imposter what are you talking about you know this look at all this stuff you've done all right shut the book and get on with it you know so but but imposter syndrome I think that people need to understand is that that you know Meryl Streep gets impossible said, says who would want to watch me on a movie and my Angelo you know Angelo whatever you know every time yeah. she'd write a book she'd say I'm going to be found out soon somebody's going to find out that I'm not who I you, you know like uh, there's just so many famous people who
0: and and that's why I talk about it because so many people assume it's just them no nah. but like, no babe you're not alone no nah. it's every
1: Everybody <laughs> except except the only people who don't feel it are the true imposters <laughs> and the psychopaths. Um, yeah, that's it. well, might be the same. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so, um, how do you maintain your sense of community? I, I touched on having Zoom chats with the Dalai Lama, but I've never found out why you have conversations with the Dalai Lama. So, is <laughs> part of your community? You're you're in a circle. No, that was only
1: once. That was only you know. It's um. Now I was just. I'm, I'm part of a group. Um, One Better World Collective. You know, and as a, an amazing man, Ian Spears lives in um, Canada. And and so he invited me to be part of that. You know, it was a, It was a. It wasn't me chatting with the Dal. I Was thirteen change makers. You know, it was just a nice little type group. Intimate group. It was, it was an intimate group. Yeah, and it's um, I, I think that, you know, so I. I so Ian's got this amazing community so that I'm part of. So I'm kind of connected to all those people. Um, now, these are the change makers. I'm not talking about everyday people, which is just as important to me, do you, you know, that, that yep. I've got around me. Um, and, you know, I, like with the, the climate change, you know, I'm I'm great mates with Ash Pachuri and he runs the um, Protect Our Planet movement. So he runs all those 92 countries. So because we're friends, do you, you know, like yep. we're... He says, "Oh, can you do my group in so and so? You know, let's let's do England. You know, let's do rah, rah rah." And so I think it's about, you know, really really maintaining friendships with key people. Now, when I'm going, I'm going to just come back and say something on that. It's not about finding key people, sucking up to them, and then what can you do for me? Do you know? It's it's. Yeah, I can't you, imagine
0: you sucking up to anybody.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't suck up. To <laughs> it's so
0: not your style.
1: Because if, if, if you're not, if you're not, if you're fake and you're not up my alley, forget it. We're not, I guess we're not going to buddy. We're
0: not going to be friends.
1: No, but it's kind of like, um, it's, it's the fact that you just love what they're doing and you just want to give, you just want to support it. You just want to, you know, put your energy into that because you know that by stepping into that kind of um group of people you're going to amplify your message you're going to help amplify their message do you know and it's it's just shortcuts um getting getting connecting to more people and making bigger change and look at the end of the day where we got uh, whatever you believe in reincarnation whatever you believe in second lives third lives and evolution i don't know whatever you believe we've only got one crack at this life do you, you know and i reckon leave it better than you found it just leave it better than you found it so so that's and but but I'm also I'm also connected to well you know startup Gippsland which yep. we are you know some amazing people in there and you know they're not Dalai Lama and god knows what but they're amazing people with the right energy with the passion to make a difference and you know that's so important and and, and we've got so many women great women in Gippsland you know that we're all connected to each other in if, if not firsthand it's you know, that yeah. one degree of separation. <laughs> yeah. Literal it?
0: one degree of separation. It's like, oh, yeah, oh you yeah. want this? Hang on, I know someone who can do that. And it's just
1: exactly amazing
0: network throughout Kippsland.
1: And it's always kindness. I'm gonna say that too, yeah. is that you always inject kindness. And anybody who goes into networking to meet someone to what can you give me? me. I think it's wrong. I think it's the wrong approach. And I think you know it's what can I do for you, or you know, or just or just don't just just be in conversation with that person. Just be kind. Just be sharing the space with them, just simply because you're enjoying their company. Do you know that that's and it'll come back tenfold. You know, and, and even if it doesn't, it doesn't matter because you're in. You can sleep at night. You know, you can.
0: Yeah, my granddad good. always said he was another Gippslander. You've always got to be out of lay, lay straight straight in your bed.
1: Yep. Always, and, uh, always,
0: yeah. and um, he was a South Kitslander.
1: <laughs> now I don't know if that answered your question.
0: But it did. It <laughs> did. I was just talking about community, and it's like there's so many different ways to get community. And just because we're all online now, we have had the privilege in the last 12 months of actually getting together in person. But yeah, um, online communities are just as valid. Yes, you yeah. don't need to be isolated, even if you live in Whuppup, like yeah. I do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm part of a couple of mastermind groups too, and you know, I just, just, um, you know, business groups, and I, don't, I don't know, but, but some, some work for me, some don't, you know, and if they don't work for me after a year, I just drop out. But I'm out, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm in a
0: couple of really beautiful like business groups, masterminds, and they, they, they light you up. They have got to light you up.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. And if they don't, if they don't, you've got to question why you're in there. Am I in here because of FOMO? Uh, you know, because if, I if know, I'm forcing not here, myself? Am I here? Yeah. 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 It's
0: interesting, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. this could be a very big question when I ask you this, but what's your why? <laughs> what what keeps you motivated in, in doing what you're doing, which is you're so purpose-driven. So yeah. unleash the Karen. <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, i <I'm>
1: not- <laughs> yeah you're probably thinking I've got a three-hour conversation here but no simply it's simple it's um I just want to make a better world my why is that I want to plant trees that I will never sit in the shade of you know and and just build a better world for future generations it's so simple and it's um every morning I get up to do that and it's actually all I ever think about it's my brain is filled with How can I make things better? How can I do something better? How can I help somebody? It's not just about me. How can I change the world? How can I empower and inspire somebody else to step into their magnificence so that they can um, add a good footprint? So mm, that's it. Simple. I love
0: it. I love it. It's beautiful and it's simple. So what are your top tips for all the smart women and men, it turns out, a lot of people listen to this podcast across mm-hmm. across the world. It used to be across Australia, but it's um. Shout out to the person in Iceland who binged about twenty episodes the other day. Fantastic! Yes,
1: <laughs> fantastic. Um, my top tips are well, my biggest one is just get off the bench. I mean, you know, I'm gonna, just going to say bench. that till the, till the bloody cows come home. Get <laughs> off the bench, like. I think you know the biggest tips are is is that you know everybody has imposter syndrome um you, you'll never get i'll just reel them off okay yeah so so you might as well just do it anyway because you're going to feel it whether you do it or don't do it um you know in one year will you be glad you did or wish you wish you did or glad you did and you know you should be glad you did um you know back yourself 100 back yourself because y- y- you can do more than you think you can do um don't take constructive Criticism from people who've never constructed anything, you know? <laughs> like you know, and all the people that criticise you are, um, see, all my stuff's about feeling, you know. But yeah. or, or, or the people who criticise you are the not the ones in the ring with you, you know. Find people who are in the ring, in the arena, who have uh, had the blood and the bloody bruises and the the battering and have failed over and over again. They're the ones that are going to support you. You know, the other people sitting on the sidelines throwing rocks at you they're not the ones doing the hard work so they're not the ones that we should be paying attention to um you know be kind to yourself is another thing and um sometimes it is okay just to say i I can't do this i'm going to drop this you know or or sit on the bloody couch and have a coffee and say i'm having a breath and you know yeah i think it's just all that kind of stuff it's just being kind to others kind to yourself um and consider that Every single person has something magnificent, unique, and a message that somebody else in this world needs to hear. And I can't say that strongly enough. Everyone has something that somebody else needs to hear. And don't hold your message back. Like, get it out there and just start. Oh, this is my number one tip. Just put the first paver down and step on that bloody thing because, you know, everyone's going to be overwhelmed and everyone doesn't no one knows where to start so just start with anything put that thing down and step on that and the universe will just keep plonking plonking the next ones down and you know talk <laughs> to yeah. the universe just, just
0: have a it. chat see what the next aligned action is you'll be fine
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i i think they're good tips
0: <laughs> yeah they're brilliant oh i love that everyone comes to this pod differently and as i said to you before we came on air it's totally a free flow conversation. We never know where it's going to go. And that's the fun of it because like I always sort of come back to the same questions, but you never know what's going to come out of someone's mouth. <laughs> yeah. and that's the fun. That's what life is. It's unpredictable and it's messy <laughs> and it's chaotic, but take the yeah. next step. So, Karen, if people want more cares in their life, <laughs> what are your links? And I'll put them in the show notes. I can
1: yeah, I think the I think the best thing is just go to KarenVaughan.com. So K-E-R-R-Y-N-V-A-U-G-H-A-N. That was way too fast.com. And um, you know, there's you can email me through that and um just get off the bench Facebook and um, get off the bench Instagram and LinkedIn. I love people connecting through LinkedIn just LinkedIn. under Karen Vaughan. So awesome. yeah.
0: Thank you so that much, it? Karen. It's been pleasure.
1: <laughs> My absolute pleasure. Thanks, heaps, Jane. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the Smart Women in Business podcast. If you'd like access to the show notes, please visit my website, janemackaycommunications.com.au forward slash blog. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, keep on being a smart woman in business.